This podcast is protected under the laws of the United States and other countries. Unauthorized duplication, distribution, or exhibition may result in civil liability, criminal prosecution, and the wrath of the tall man. <laughs> Boy! And welcome back to 90 for Chill, the podcast. This is your host, Cool Movies Darth, and you might know me, at least on Google Home, as Russ Stevens, but I think we have figured out the way to get Alexa to allow me to pull the podcast up on all your Amazon Echo apps. So, bear with me. The volume is turned up on my TV, which is equipped with a 4K Fire Stick. Let's give Alexa a go. Alexa, play the latest episode of 90 for Chill, the podcast. Play 90forchill.com, the podcast from Amazon Music. Here's season two, episode three, Deadly Games, French Santa versus Gregory Carl. This podcast is protected under the law. Well, I think she's a little soft-spoken, but I digress. So now, to appease Once Upon a Tea and Sarah... You can now just pull up the podcast on your Amazon device, or at least I hope that works. I'm sure she'll give me the feedback. Otherwise, this week we're going to talk to, finally going to talk to, Michael Dubois about Ready or Not. We ended up having two cancellations on this podcast all the way up to it. In the meantime, Gregory Carl has gotten two episodes recorded, you heard last week's, and we are sitting on the next one of his. Probably drop that, maybe not next week, because I just think uh, we need to give a little more breathing room. It's not his show yet. With that said, if you want to be on 90 for Chill the Podcast, send an email to rustthebus07 at gmail.com. That's R-U-S-S-T-H-E-B-U-S-07 at gmail.com. Give me a theme, a movie, a director, an actor, as long as you focus on sub-100-minute material. As long as there's no spoiler scene, or I guess you'd say stinger scene at the end of the credits, I'll allow it like I will allow any movie related to the death race franchise be it the original death race 2000 or paul ws anderson's knockoffs and the long belated sequel death race 2050 so with that all said i do want to get into the alley's accessory shop on etsy's trash feature review and this week well she had two movies for me one was columbus circle which is about a shut-in in new york and suddenly having to deal with people the other was cloverfield which is about well people who are going to get destroyed in columbus circle in new york so i chose the latter and that's really based on i think the last few movies are definitely up alleys from alley's accessory shop on etsy's alley no pun intended you know they're about women in mental trouble this one is just your straight up um, action movie well i shouldn't say straight up action movie it's a found footage feature but you know it did inspire a weird franchise from what i've heard so we'll get through uh cloverfield and then we will get on to this show with one michael dubois something has found us You don't know what we saw. The point is, 
It's still here. Once you see it, nothing will be the same. You know what that thing is? Whatever it is, it's winning. From producer J.J. Abrams. Fight! We've got to fight! Where are you taking her? Cloverfield. Rated PG-13. Little Hand says it's time to rock and roll. Bring the noise. Alright, so Cloverfield is... You know, a film that keeps your attention, to say the least. I'm not really a fan of the found footage genre myself. There are some great ones, like Diary of the Dead from George A. Romero, but that's a sophisticated filmmaker, I guess you would say, or an established filmmaker, tackling a concept that's just was just virgining out right at that time. This film... Well, I say it keeps your attention once the monster comes. So, you know, you have your 15 minutes, 20 minutes of exposition, which really isn't that much. It's just that, come on, how much yuppies can I care about, especially when one of them is T.J. Miller. I think the film just reaches for stuff to keep our attention at points, such as the little creatures that just fall off of the giant monster that's attacking New York than just giving little side stories and what those could do and what kind of excitement that can add. So I think it's kind of a bit on lazy writing, but otherwise, I mean, Matt Reeves is the guy who's going to direct Batman and the Batman and is pretty well regarded for his sequels to Rise of the Planet of the Apes. It's shot very well for found footage, which is pretty important. I think the quality is a little too high after seeing movies like Zombie Diaries. If you're going to shoot on video, I really want it to feel like video. And it's grainy, but it kind of still feels like a movie. So if you really want something about the end of the world in a brief span of time, I would just recommend seeing The Miracle Mile. And I think that's a little more fun just because of the lack of monster drama. I mean, we got the ultimate monsters. Americans hiding the inevitable nuclear annihilation by the Soviets. If you want something more intense than war games, I would recommend Miracle Mile with Anthony Edwards, Brian Thompson of 90 for Chill fame now with Cobra and The Order. With that said, let's get into this week's podcast, which is going to be for Ready or Not. And I'm really, really got to start preparing the material that I throw in here to promote it, you know, such as trailers, TV spots. Hey, that's what J.J. Abrams wanted to uh, do to promote the movie. Don't go and flag me for copyright if, say, Lionsgates wants to promote Your Next with Perfect Day by Lou Reed. If that's where they want to spend the money, well, that movie didn't cost anything to make, so all their money. Not that bad an investment. And I digress. So, with Ready or Not, uh, this is another movie with some weird tonal shifts, just like Deadly Games last week with Gregory Carl. You know, I think that might uh, hinder the film a little bit, but, you know, it's fun, though. I just think there's a lot of unnecessary stuff. You know, we will get into that with what I'm disappointed with when trying to find material for this podcast is the first trailer I find is excellent, but drops a bunch of F-bombs, so... Well, I figure, you know, after listening to it, yeah, do I go with this? It's kind of like we did an explicit podcast for Bill and Ted. Why not make it a solely Michael Dubois thing? Make him feel special. Unfortunately, 
I kind of realized that... Not that I kind of realized. What happened was I already edited out all the F-bombs from my recording of our conversation. So you can call that a smeg up, I guess. So you know what? Next time... And I don't know. I just want to keep this clean, make it accessible to everyone. So I'll figure out what to do next. But A... It's looking good for my... I, I don't know. I just got a vibe. Maybe I should just take off the reins when it comes to Michael Dubois appearances. With that all said then, trying to keep everything clean, keeping it all accessible, you know, I could use your feedback. My Twitter account's at CatBusRust. That's at C-A-T-B-U-S-R-U-S-S. And if you have some feedback, hey, I'd love to hear it here. If it's positive feedback, though, I'd rather hear it on your Spotify and Apple Podcast reviews. Five stars, preferably. Come on, we're just being friendly here. And if you want to talk trash about me, do it at Capless Russ. You know, keeps me away from trolling conservatives who decide to try posting on AOC and any other member of the squad just to own us libs. And we do talk about a lot of politics. That's just how me and Michael roll on that. So, and this is a movie that actually calls for it. And also, if you want to be on the podcast, at CatBusRuss, send me a message or comment somewhere, and I'm sure I'll get back to you. So, with no further ado, let's get into the meat of the show and enjoy. This bride can't wait to be a part of your family is here for the right reasons. Your vows were beautiful. But his family hide and seek is playing games. Good luck. On August 23rd. Insane. They think they have to kill you before sunrise. I just saw her. Oh my god! I gotta put on my game face. She's you're not rated R. What's the trailer online now? All right, so I never thought it was going to be uh, three days on Zoom in a row, but you know, job interview and uh, recording uh, for the podcast, which will probably that one will probably air first, you know, firsties, I suppose. But we are back with ninety for chill the podcast, and ready or not, we are ready for ready or not. That that was overly redundant. One too many readies, but. Uh, that is uh, what I've got uh, Michael DeBrois on the line for. Um, this is a movie, I think he even dropped that he wanted to do this on the yeah. Bill and Ted podcast. I think that mm-hmm. that may have made air. So, um, I mean, that portion of the conversation. Uh, I, I, yeah, I believe I believe so. Because we were talking about, Sand, or, I'm sorry, Samara Weaving. I keep trying to call her Sandra. Oh, yeah. Samara Weaving. Mm-hmm. And how good she was in in uh, Bill and Ted face the music, and it just reminded me how much I loved her in uh, in this movie, uh, which I, if I remember correctly, is probably one of the one of the first movies I ever saw her in. Well, I'm, fairly it was, recently. Yeah. Well, I know it was before, um, obviously, a uh, year before Bill and Ted made it out to theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Just trying to pull up a little info on her. Uh, all right yeah i mean she's i'm sorry yeah. oh i was just say you know aussie with uh i think guns akimbo is one i've been meaning to check out oh it's that one's so good yeah <laughs> i love that one too and uh no she's she's reason enough i think i was going to check out uh snake eyes 
And I guess she's the killer babysitter in the babysitter on Netflix. Hmm. Uh, directed by uh, M- uh, Mick G, probably best known for his oh, music okay. videos and uh, Terminator Salvation, which mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I thought it was a passable action movie. I mean, oh. talking about the Terminator is just like having to acknowledge all those twists that the franchise went on. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Hold on though. He did the Charlie, he did the Charlie's angels movies. I oh feel like- yeah. 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 <laughs> well, I didn't have any, I didn't have any desire to ever see a Charlie, Charlie's angels movie. I mean, the only reason you're missing I- out, you're missing out. Those movies are cheesy as hell and they're great. <laughs> well, I mean, you got Crispin Glover. Um, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm still a, I know he was a total shit on set, but I never, yeah, I never dismiss, right. dismiss the power of Murray. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, one of my, I'm kind of disappointed. A uh, wrestler who had returned from his spinal stenosis surgery brought new gear with him and like dude you're you're not wearing the bill murray knee pad anymore like it's it's that classic you know t-shirt design just bill murray looking sophisticated um been overly done so many times but um sorry i'm sorry i'm 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 going through mcg's um oh filmography (laughs) Uh, well sort of yeah. uh, these he was executive producer on supernatural which was what i was gonna bring up next okay um i was just i was just going for confirmation in case it was somebody else that i'm misfaking but in in finding in finding that out i also found out he was executive producer for one of my favorite comic book shows uh which was human target so i am okay yeah that was a uh, I know that was a big thing they were showing on the L Ray network back when I had cable. Mm, um, yeah, I I thought. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I I think it aired on Fox originally, if I remember correctly. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I think I think it could have been one of those because it's still what uh, early two thousands. That could have still been in the syndicated like VIP yeah. or. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm sorry. Like, because I I watched this when it came out, and it was yeah. on prime okay, time on Fox right. in 2010. Okay, um, geez, I didn't yeah. realize it was that still that new. All things considered, I yeah. just knew. Um, like, there, well, there, there was also there was also a TV series that was on ABC in '92. Okay, but I was just born in '92, so I didn't watch that one. Right. Yep. Yeah, I I get it. Um, Actually, hold on. Let me see if I'm older. I am older. I'm older than this TV series by four days. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No. I. I. I get. I was born during the uh, during the Carter administration. So. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> just just the end of it. I mean, oh. and so. Yeah, I've seen probably some of the darkest times in modern history. <laughs> yeah, same. Like, like well, I mean, you, you've seen a little bit more than I have. Yeah. Oh, no, the entire Reagan era. Uh, um, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, because, yeah. 
sorry, U.S. president, remembering the order of U.S. presidents. Like I've been saying for like the last couple of months that basically the world ended in 1984 because like culturally we've been like circling that drain for like decades and also between uh, Ronald Reagan and um, I keep forgetting her name. Uh, the Iron Lady. What's her uh, name? the Milk Snatcher, Margaret Thatcher? I think Margaret Thatcher. I think if you want to, if you want to speak poorly of her, you call her by her nickname Peg. Um. <laughs> no, no, I can't do that. I can't do that for many reasons. No. But, uh, but yeah, no, Margaret. Yeah, like the the the, the neoliberal apocalypse was caused by those two. So. Uh like, yeah, like okay, like, okay, like the final stages of it were instituted because of those two. Oh and no, so right. I mean, we're living I, through that. Go us. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. Uh, I think twenty sixty. I mean, obviously, it, you know, it yeah. was held. It was held off for a good twenty two years, though. I mean, well, right, Brexit, uh, Brexit, Boris Johnson, and of course the yeah. Trump, Trump administration. That was all. Yeah, like it, well, that's the natural progression, though. Yeah. Is that like that's what that's what that leads to is that eventually or it opens the door for fascism to, to oh return. oh yeah like no i'm i'm just saying everything yeah. operates faster so i'm kind of amazed that we lasted 20 years or yeah. Close, yeah. 30 30 years well, actually well, well like the thing the thing about it is, is like I, I follow some historians on like tiktok and various other platforms and they've been talking about this and like it really is true that time is a flat circle and we learn nothing because like a lot of the things that are happening now like clearly there are differences we have the internet now yeah like, all that but like we took a very large detour off of Freddy. <laughs> I just, yeah. oh, I just no. realized where we are. But you know, it, it's not that far a detour because it's yeah. um Yeah, it, the, it's, the it's themes all... of the movie are aligned with what we're talking about. Right. So I mean really the only the only uh thing and I think we'd want to hold on to that is the interpretation of the twist, which mm-hmm. I, the more times I've watched it, uh it's really not that surprising a twist, which I don't know, Maven. That, but so there's a lot of lot of things about this. As they say, it's not. I don't on Letterbox, which does, you know, best of five stars with half stars. Um, I put this about a three and a half. I just, um, I think there's just so many tonal changes, and I've been watching a lot of uh, what I would say um, Home Alone. Mm-hmm. movies in a sense um yeah. not not so much this one because it's not very trap based but a lot of incompetence so i guess you could say uh yeah marvin there's Harry a lot of there yeah so so i saw on imdb it was listed as being at 6.9 nice uh <laughs> on yes. this on their star oh, scale yeah no it was, uh, and it was i well agree re- with that assessment it was like, well received but it was well received critically um yeah so i mean yeah like and yeah i like i like i i saw this in theaters because i i just like i saw that trailer where she like just rips rips the uh wedding dress rips or... the the wedding wedding dress the wedding dress geez and then she just has like the bandolier and the gun and i'm like okay that movie looks cool and it 
that that trailer was deceiving it's oh, yeah. a movie but well it, honestly like i was surprised like how all the co- commercials and the adverts mm-hmm. um it, it made it seem like just a typical pg-13 action movie yeah yeah like that was that was i i like i I saw like some of the dark, tw- like the dark comedy, oh like, yeah, undertones in there. But yeah, when you get there, it's 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 a dark or perhaps even black comedy, you could say. Um, oh but, yes, it's but because there's some very brutal murders in this. Oh, and, I, yeah. I mean, I don't not, know. Not, I, I, I was about to say like, uh, shock, shocking. I you know honestly uh yeah a lot of them a lot of the ways to go you know if, it, like, as long as long as the brain's dead it's 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 all right uh yeah yeah <laughs> there's yeah i mean the, like the entire servants I, <laughs> yeah the servants the servants are what i was talking about like the, right. like those those are like and like they kind of shoot like it's like they do a lot to not directly show you the the, the like br- they'll show yeah. you they'll show you the gore of it right very briefly yeah they're but not then it's like everything's it. off camera yeah, yeah and i i think that that's worse <laughs> uh <laughs> like, i yeah. i don't yeah i don't i don't know it's all i think it's all a mood thing but i think for yeah. this film it definitely works better which again mm-hmm. it kind of makes me think like uh you could have like it goes back to uh James Wan and Saw. Like basically mm-hmm. he saw the first cut of Saw and it's like yeah, you got F bombs, but otherwise I just created another PG-13 <laughs> uh terror, you know, thriller police yeah. procedural. And it's uh, like I had to go ba- like he had to go back and add all the gore, you know, going through the stomach, all, you know, taking photos oh. of the photos of the guy who gets his head blown off. <laughs> like yeah you know so yeah. it i mean I guess it's really all it really is all about what you're i guess what kind of market you're going for so i was actually and probably disappointed um like when i when this uh came out because i was really pumped for the hunt which i knew was going to be straight up brutal mm-hmm. and um that one i think was my number two uh discovery from 2020 uh cronenberg still reigns the top finding his stuff like oh, oh uh so it was the fly for 2021 and uh video drone for 20 2020 oh wow uh, yeah so uh i i don't i haven't seen i don't i've seen most of his stuff by now so i don't think he'll three p but which yeah i mean the hunt i expected brutal i expected black comedy and mm-hmm. then you know that one gets held off for uh, i don't know um the let let's go brandon crowd <laughs> um which is sad if you've seen the hunt like the final when they when you finally get to the third act it mm-hmm. you know it explains and we're all assholes <laughs> yeah and yeah. um i mean i'd still say the people being hunted were worse <laughs> but well, uh uh you know that's that's cutting splitting hairs there yeah um yeah, hunting people for sport like nah. like yeah uh, like that's that's probably uh like there's a lot of there's a lot to unpack there <laughs> and i well, feel like 
Now, okay. granted, I haven't watched this movie. Oh, so I you see, know that's what just you're talking about. okay. Yeah, it's Hillary Swank's the biggest name in it. Oh, um, okay. And it's basically oh, so the liberals have trapped a bunch of conservatives, podcasters, and everything. Put them on a little little uh, land in Connecticut, and were and are going to hunt them for sport. And it's happened for decades. And um, then you, again, you got to watch the first two acts and then realize, ha, <laughs> this is uh, basically an ode to the end of satire, I guess is how I'd put it. Like, mm, um, yeah. And yeah, the sheer fact that the film got delayed until after the, um, till I think just, um, oh, there, there must have been a mass shooting. <laughs> uh, probably yeah so it was a 20 20- I mean, there's one like every three days or something here in the united states so it well, doesn't surprise me uh, i mean i don't think we're we're, we're 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 talking we're talking high body count mass shooting so those are, those are usually every three months but because uh, a mass shooting is technically four people <laughs> i think it's just that it's sad that we have to make that distinction. <laughs> oh really yeah, is. yep. We li- we live in such a desensitized time. Like long, like well, that's like, the problem. Yeah. We're not supposed to be desensitized. Like the yeah, <laughs> it's... like four people getting shot in one go is a big deal. <laughs> yeah, like, like yeah. But like, um, and then but like then we get these like 20, 30, 40 people. Right. No, that's. It's, yeah yeah it's um so we'll just so but um you know again it's a blame the rich situation and yeah. <laughs> um i like, mean like there, there's there's some there's some validity to that i will uh, say that i am based but you know yeah oh i'm just as to say i'm i mean it's basically i think our entire problem is that uh poor you know poor white people think if they act like rich white people they'll yeah they're the same and it's like no yeah Yeah, like that's that's the i mean that's the lie that they're sold yeah like that's that's what people like um tucker carlson you know ben shapiro stephen crowder like all these people sell that they're just like if you're if you act like a big strong person then you are a big strong person right and And, um, obviously they're the weak well they're you know definitely the weakest people out there because like you know uh strong or the most hypocritical obviously you know yeah yeah jesus kind of explain explain strength to you like yeah yeah I uh, I was watching I was watching uh, somebody who was talking in depth about Steven Crowder and I now hate Steven Crowder so very much because like he the he he made a video in response to coming back to YouTube after they like you know kicked him off for lying about vaccines mm-hmm. uh, and the video was in the theme of the um, the uh, the mid movie montage in Tombstone. And so, Tombstone is one of my favorite movies ever for nostalgic reasons, mm-hmm. and oh, also no, because yeah. it's a good movie. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's a, it is it, well, it's Tombstone is a story. It's something that should not have worked. 
direct um because basically kurt russell ended up doing all the directing which is very common with that director uh george costamos um who basically got the credits for a bunch of stallone movies no he's basically the guy who says we have to get this done on time yeah and then i mean that person is valuable (laughs) yeah no as somebody who often ends up in the pot in uh group projects as that person they're important yes um right but it's um yeah it was a but you know in the in the uh, in the end you know it's yeah. a celebrate again a celebration of fascism in a sense that and we're just going to once once you get to the uh martial portion of it like it's uh yeah, yeah we're yeah. and then it, you're laying down the law at that point yeah and, and frontier justice and everything and yeah i i i recognize that and i also recognize why right wingers like it but yeah like yeah oh no i mean i yeah. i yeah you get more ridiculous stuff with right wingers embracing they live like oh a John Carpenter uh, film with uh, no Roddy. that can't be no I'm sorry that one can't be right there's no way I like, I can understand I can understand them getting the wrong message from American History X I can understand them getting the wrong message from Fight Club I cannot see how you can read that that movie wrong like, uh, they they think it's a QAnon story basically like, oh god damn it you're right oh yeah. no it's it supports all their cons- like there's there's definitely a conspiracy so it ha- and it can't be us no it's like it's not like there's no secret cabal of billionaires that are running everything there's a very public cabal of billionaires that are running everything yes i can tell you their names offhand rupert murdoch the remaining coke brother whose first name i don't know dennis prager like all these people we know who they are they're the ones who own everything and are telling you that if you just yeah yeah it's uh you're right and never mind joel austin and like again you can... oh god i didn't you know you know i've never thought of joel uh, i've never thought of him that way but you're you're right now that you put it in that context well and then you have um what uh, not the not the roberts robbins pat robertson not the robertsons yeah, they're they're a little bit but i mean uh how who was the you know, I can't remember the name of the guy who was the pastor to all the presidents up until his death, Billy Graham. So you had the Grahams oh, yeah. too. So no, the, they gotta they gotta have that face um, yeah. of being pure and nice and all that bollocks. Um, yeah. So, but uh, you know, and of course, the irony we're talking about ready or not, uh, yes. which which ends up uh, kind of like I, I by the end of it, I don't really you know, it's really hard to sit on the on the um i guess again you'd say the twist like the first time i watched the movie it's like yeah i should have figured it out when they were uh there's a barn barn full of goats yeah Uh, like honestly i don't i don't know if i saw that as a twist like uh, well no it it was so it's it's so easy uh yeah it's so it's so obvious like 
like for, from the story like the well, story that he tells at the beginning where he's just like yeah this is how this happened it was right. like oh okay so you're so your great grandfather made a deal with the devil okay cool got it okay like, so well like they i just, mean they just didn't actually say it until the end oh no well you should have like if you no. uh you know uh mr uh, mr Lebel. No, you spell that no. back. You, it's an anagram for a Hebrew term that is devil. Oh, uh, I like that. Actually. Yeah. So, no, it's like, yeah, was it really that obvious? And then, of course, the moment you got the, um, you got Fitch, the, um, which I think they could have probably got a lot more out of him. Fitch. I guess it, I, uh, Fitch, the brother-in-law. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's even, gotcha. te- he's even doing a, um, doing a, te- a search on his phone so the um the hebrew term is belial um, oh yeah okay yeah yeah, yeah. um no. so uh it, it, again it just comes to me a lot like angel heart if you've seen that movie with uh mickey rourke and uh robert de niro and a i'd say third bill um honestly <laughs> uh hmm. 1987 um hmm uh alan parker i think is the name of the director who did a lot of musicals and stuff i think he did oh. evita uh but it's a movie that movie is about mickey rourke as a detective hired to find this guy who by um a uh mysterious man named louis cypher mm-hmm. which you know it's like so obvious but then you re- kind of go through the story and then it's like Oh yeah, Lou. Uh, Lou Cipher. Mm-hmm. Lou, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it, as I say, and you're and you and you, and it's good enough that you don't think about it until like the moment where our yeah. our and protagonist. Oh gosh, should have known this from the beginning. Really um, should have put two and two together there maybe. so it, uh, that one that one's worth a watch uh okay. this i think it's the movie that got lisa bonet kicked off of uh the cosby show actually really oh okay uh, that makes yeah. it that makes it triply worth it though. yeah so um but uh please, please tell me please tell me de niro plays plays lucifer yes he please. does oh thank god okay yeah. cool perfect so 19 <laughs> ni- 1987 before he yeah kept having kids <laughs> and needs to take on any job um yeah so um so and um yeah it, so you got fitch uh fitch at one point where he's searching on his phone and then somebody texts him mm. hey what's up nothing family bullshit <laughs> <laughs> and uh so it's a, it, but you know, I and I should have picked up on it. There's there's so many things where you should have picked up on it. Like as I as I yeah. say, I me, like if I was a Satanist, I would be angry at this movie. Like agree. Yeah. I mean, well, okay. So so what's funny is is that there are like two different versions of Satanism. There's the correct one, which was the one that was basically created as a smack you to the Christian church. Yeah. They don't actually believe in Satan. They right. They, it's it's they a, just it's use a Satan. Yes. It's it's you don't you don't have to you can be an atheistic Satanist. Yeah. Yes. As, as a matter of fact, they're they're the actual like teachings of the faith are 
entirely based in atheism it right. has nothing to do with has nothing to do with the character lucifer or satan or whatnot they just use that imagery as a smack you to christians yes like um but then there's the weird ones who are and who are actually like believe in that satan worshiping stuff right um and they're 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 the weird ones yeah they're the ones who would probably be pleased by this i, I could um, I, on I, some I, level fun... i don't know i'm not one of them yeah. and i don't actually know anybody who's like that right so. but of course we're not supposed to they're all rich people um yeah. Yeah. but what i would uh i would say a good movie about uh satanism or if mm-hmm. i should say a fun movie i'm not good is questionable <laughs> nicholas cage in uh, drive angry oh okay okay yeah so like there's um william fitcher fictioner i think is his name uh plays the guy try- from hell trying to bring uh nicholas cage back you know and and he's even upset about these uh, the satanic uh cult which i think the um, uh, what's his name david morrissey the governor from uh the walking dead is the head of the cult obviously uh, not his not his first satanist movie um that would be the i re- mean i was i was about uh, to say like i would like if you would have told me that that actor had never played the head of a satanist cult in anything i would have actually been surprised so yeah well like, he just has that vibe yes uh the reaping's the first time i saw him in uh portray a satanist huh. uh which yeah. i mean going... he has he has big cult leader vibes right and i've known because and i know because i've been a part of like three cults so huh two on accident <laughs> oh no no i mean you, 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 you rarely go into a cult expect knowing that yeah. you're going into a cult that's yeah. that's that's the charm of the cult uh, yeah. for so. the record the one that i joined on purpose is the cult of inaccurate perception uh, i mean I, I i've always stood by the uh the the uh um thrill kill cult myself so um which one's thrill kill cult i've never heard of oh one. my life with the thrill kill cult it's a uh industrial band that uh ah, ha- has okay. ties to good old chicago and the wax tracks label oh, um nice. probably their best known song would be sex on wheels i gotcha yeah. i i was testing to see if you were if you were uh aware of what or if you were aware of what the cult of the inaccurate perception is no i'm not actually um uh it it is it is the cult that uh or it is the quote unquote cult that uh richard o'brien created around okay no now yeah no no now i'm no i'm i'm more than familiar with the moment you said richard o'brien oh yeah yeah Um, yeah (laughs) i mean i've seen there's there's one of two things that could that that can be linked to richard o'brien and one of them is much more well known yes although Although I will say that um, uh, look what I did to my id still slaps to this day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, like, so, so we, we've talked a lot about the, the Satanism aspect yeah. of it. Uh, but let me, I want to talk about why I love this movie. Oh, obviously um, that's, 
yeah like i like i've rewatched it a couple of times in the last few weeks and so like like the movie itself isn't really the reason <laughs> and the reason why i like this movie is entirely samara weaving's character i like, had a feeling i had a feeling about that like the bride were... i'm sorry go ahead Oh no! I just said I had a feeling about that with the I, the coincidental name, I guess in this case, uh, Grace. Grace. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. I I have been referring to her as the bride, and I know that has big Kill Bill energy, right? But I feel like that's appropriate. <laughs> um i don't I feel, like, I feel like her i okay no actually now i want to see a movie where samara weaving and or where um uma thurman plays samara weaving's mom i need this now um well, putting that it, into the universe well <laughs> it, i i don't know maybe uh little maybe little b could be uh could have grown up and decided to bleach her hair i don't know i mean yeah that's yeah. fair well I, I, there she's our, our protagonist is tougher than she ever expected to be uh yeah. i kind of i kind of wish she would have and i took a note of that like i could have used a little more john mcclain vibes from her yeah i mean like i i guess it, i guess it's a total the tonal thing like all right yeah. if she'd be a little more smart alecky than she even is i mean with oh. her entire uh, monologue at the beginning which you know mm. you know to hold to you know to your yeah. moderate moderately uh, effed up family <laughs> yeah um i mean I, yeah. I i kind of wanted that a little more out of her and it's honestly that's the stuff what they do to her in the movie which again makes her tougher but i mean she's really i disagree with that actually oh. i so i like she was that tough coming into it but she's also a human being <laughs> right and that's that's that i think that's my favorite thing about her character is that like the shit starts to go down and she's in shock for like the first five to ten minutes and that's that's a natural reaction that is something that we don't necessarily have control over but once once she's like once she's gotten over the shock and once she's accepted the situation she's like okay I'm doing this now. So now I have all, or now I know all of these skills that I've had to use from my past. Right. And Which... I'm going to apply them to this situation. Cause now, unfortunately I find myself in a, in a more extreme version of situations I've been in the past. Right. But they really just gloss over her um, past trauma, not even really yeah. suggesting that it was trauma. I, I mean, I don't know how yeah. you get out of the foster care system without, without trauma. Yeah. But, um, and yeah, like me personally, I'm a trauma survivor. So I recognize it. Like, uh, there's a lot of, like, like they don't explicitly say a lot. Right. But, like, I watch this and I go, that is a person who's been through some shit and they've had to deal with it and they've done the best they could. They haven't always done it the best way, but they, they can handle their shit (laughs) yeah right um i get i guess it's still um i can i kind of like uh to an extent like it's great to see her um be very tough like when she Mm -hmm. squeezes through the fence it's like yeah yeah, but i really didn't need to see her cut herself up like that or yeah the entire like you're really gonna set up that nail bit yeah it's bad enough that you shot her in the hand like 
I would have, you know, I may have, may have made the decision to go and punch the kid and then throw him into there. But yeah. <laughs> like yeah, that would that would have that possibly would have uh would have upset some of the sympath or sympathetic vibes that they were going for. But uh, after I'm shot, I like yeah, come, like I'm I'm a I am somebody who like you know. Oh, I'm a petty bastard too. I get it too. Oh, like I I wouldn't. I wouldn't say I'm petty. I'm a guy who, like, when we were uh, talking with uh, Gregory for our podcast that we did about um, Deadly Games, which is on Shutter right now. Oh, okay. Uh, Better, uh, also known as like it was basically. Oh wait, not funny, funny game. Not no, no, not funny games. games, Deadly games. So Deadly Games. I think the French title was originally. dial code santa claus so and this wait, director the the yes it's as i say it's on shutter wait, it was wait is, is this isn't the new no 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 that's no no not, this is 1989 okay so, yeah, and the and the I mean. and the director had the nerve to say i should sue 20th century fox john hughes and chris chris columbus for home alone it's like no 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 i don't think you uh but I don't think you have that case there um, about, <laughs> but uh, then again, everything, I mean, there's just, there's a lot of everybody, everything is dark now and everything, but st- everybody still has home alone vibes. Like I didn't, I didn't <laughs> see, I didn't see it as home alone. Not, I mean, I didn't see home alone no. as a ripoff of deadly games. Deadly games came out a year prior. Um, mm. I mean, some crazy shit in deadly games. I mean, you gotta, mm. I mean, you got a boy boy genius who thinks he's Rambo until the shit goes down. Yeah. Uh, still a boy genius, and it's great cat and mouse with the Santa the Santa Claus character um, hmm. character trying to kill. Well, you think he's trying to kill him? Like it's got a lot of a it definitely probably uh, more of a tonal mess than. Uh, and I'm not saying that uh, Ready or Not is a tonal mess, but. A lot of a lot of a lot of tonal shifts like i could have probably enjoyed ready or not if we really just i guess this is the home alone vibe like we could have really just focused on the incompetence of the uh the 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 domus uh the domus yeah the family yeah i so like it's funny because like you mentioned like you were talking about like like the main character having john mcclain like 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 you wanted to see her have like one-liners and like now that i'm thinking about it like i bet there's a cut of this movie where that is how what it is like they they made the movie and she's like she's she's you know pulling a bruce willis she's she's commenting on things right they were just and i I'm willing to bet that they didn't do that because she's a woman and that wouldn't have flied because people, people don't want to see people don't want to see a woman be John McClane. They want to see a woman get tortured and then have men save her, which is effectively what happens in the movie. Well, it, um, it, well, as it, much as as much as she saves herself, like yeah. there are several moments where she she's the pe- she is hoping Alex comes through and saves yeah. him. Yeah, there, that's that's a 
So. But also knowing in her heart of hearts that that's not what's going to happen. Um, well, if you, if you, like. it, you know, if you would have just left Andy McDowell concussed, maybe. No. Like, uh, I, so like, cause like, I think that that's the point, like the, that's the point of the movie is that ultimately these people will sacrifice everything for what, what they to have maintain yeah, what they have right like it does not matter like the love of their life the person that makes them feel like they're they're better or whatnot they will literally sacrifice that person to maintain the power and control that they have and i, I at least that's my read of it oh and no that, i yeah i could i could see that and i think a lot of, and i think that might have just been Again, me being a hopeful per- hopeful person, and uh, yeah. like I was talking to Gregory about, um, you know, how we want to see conclusions in uh, movies and stuff. Like, um, mm-hmm. I was saying, like, I uh, it was a commentary on a um, wrestling match, a intergender wrestling match, which mm-hmm. was like the third interaction they had with each other. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't, I had not seen anything prior, and I was just telling my. Uh, trainer uh danny daniels who put on that match uh who you know promoted that match like i really wanted to see the entire con like uh the winner of the match is uh was heidi lovelace she now goes by uh ruby soho she signed AEW, and i'm really still angry she didn't get the tbs championship but that's that's an entirely different but the fact of the matter is like she i wanted to see her you know beat instead of winning with a quick roll up and just showing that she's the better wrestler, I wanted to see her get to the point of vengeance where it's like lethal, lethal weapon when uh, Mel Gibson's beaten Gary Busey. And it's like, no. And Danny Glover pulls him off. No, it's not worth. And then they just shoot him afterwards. (laughs) Like I want to, you know, that that's kind of my, my vibe is I like, I don't want to see our, uh, I don't want to see the hero go to the point where, yeah, uh, basically, like I I I love I love the the first two DCEU movies. I dug Man of Steel. I totally got behind Henry Cavill, you know, breaking yeah. breaking Zod's neck and like ah, yeah. I screwed up. And then and I love I I I unapologetically love Batman v Superman. I'm pretty much the only person there, as far as I can tell. <laughs> But now, have I okay? I need to, I need to ask this because I yeah. I have I rant about this so often that I need to make sure that I haven't done this before. Have I have I done my Batman versus Superman Superman rant? No, you have not. Not here. Okay, okay. Just so so. My problem with Batman versus Superman has nothing to do with the movie. My problem or like anything that happens in the movie i should yeah. say my problem is that that movie exists period somebody pitched this movie to a room full of producers and they were like yeah let's do that because marvel's doing their civil war thing so you know this will go head to head with it not thinking at all about why like the civil war movie is happening you you the had civil war. you had you had eight films prior yeah. yeah yeah you had you had 
several movies that were setting up the conflict between Captain America and Iron Man, and this was the payoff to that. Yeah. So it stands to reason that if they wanted to compete with Civil War, and they and honestly, they could have, they very well could have like done this thing. Oh no, they decided to go, they decided to go right at it. Out of the, yeah, they out of the skipped gate. the foreplay and just yeah. went right in raw with sandpaper lube, and it just didn't work. <laughs> and the reason why is because they had to introduce the new Batman and then give them an arbitrary reason to be against Superman. Mm. When in re- like when in all of the 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 comic stories, like maybe not all of them, but no, all of the ones I, like, that I've read it, and enjoyed, like. Batman and Superman don't want to fight one another. No. They do they end up doing it because they have to. Yeah. And Ronald, that's... Ronald Reagan, thank you. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks, Reagan. I'll see you when I get to hell. You're <laughs> literally the first on my list, you son of a bitch. Anyways, um No, but, I you see, I, yeah. I you see, I, I didn't have any problem with the as as somebody who reads a hell of a lot of comic books. Uh, well, yeah. not not a hell of a lot, in all honesty. But yeah. I, uh, you know, Dark Dark Knight Returns and uh, Red Sun, um, yeah, which is like the first time I ever spent over fifty dollars on a Funko Pop was to get the Superman Red Sun. <laughs> um, Fair enough. Uh, I will, but, I will, I will, for the sake of transparency, I've never read The Dark Knight Returns. I watched the two part movie. No, no, I, I believe me, I, I've, I didn't watch, I haven't read it myself and, either. And, and I did, Peter I, Weller as, as Bruce Wayne slash Batman is just everything I needed. I needed Robocop to beat the shit out of some bad guys. I'll I also, see. I, I needed, I needed, I needed Robocop to look Superman in the eyes, the windows of his soul and be like, I want you to think about me in your most intimate moments and know that I won. Right. Like, oh, yes. But no, in, <laughs> but I, I'm just saying I, it's easy to, in the end, it's easy to find why the Batman. I mean, yeah, like could do yeah. that right off the bat. Uh, so yeah. it's, but no, it it takes away it takes away everything we love about DC animated movies, especially. That's another yeah. Gregory Carl part podcast we did. Like, yeah, you know, it's um, so yeah, I mean, it, it's the same thing with Suicide Squad. Oh no, like, the, well, the Suicide Squad you could have done that way. It's just that you that was total interference on behalf of the studio. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. like uh, that's what I'm. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, is like the like like the the first Suicide Squad, not right. the Suicide no, Squad. No, but uh, but like they already told that story in one of the best ways it was just animated oh yes and, uh, assault on and arkham. they were yeah assault on arkham is is amazing that movie was amazing yep and they could have just done that live action and it would have been perfect like well like, even is, with the jared leto choker, oh i yeah, no i i like i uh, i like the idea that there is a jared leto joker yeah i mean yeah i'm not, I'd, I'm not a fan I, honestly i dark the dark knight is one of my least favorite comic book movies 
Hmm. I find it hmm. runs too long. It definitely wasted Two Face. Um, hmm. Like, it, it, and never mind if Heath Ledger would not have won the Oscar, they wouldn't have given they wouldn't have given Sean Penn the Oscar for Milk. They would have given Josh Brolin the the Oscar for Milk, and hence Ricky Rourke would get his get his uh, Oscar for the Wrestler and. Yeah, you know, that that's my take on it. Uh, so I get I got another horse in the race there, but uh, I and I I get the the get like I think it was like the Joker is not as like maybe is too nuanced in the Dark Knight. Yeah. Oh, okay. In like I right. I mean, I think I want it like the Joker himself the character of the joker has never been one i want to you know i just want to see the world burn i think i mean i i he's always he's he's want he's the the cat and mouse like especially at the dark knight returns uh-huh. like you know oh i i exist because i because the batman needs me to exist and well i think that in the in defense of the Dark Knight, which I which never I'm not I'd and, have to say that, that statement. Well, and uh, I'm not, and I'm not saying Heath Ledger was bad at all. It's just I yeah. prefer I prefer Jack Nicholson, and I I, I, I do particularly enjoy Jack Nicholson's yes. Joker as well. Barry Gunn, <laughs> sorry Barry, <laughs> Bob Bob Bob. Oh, it's Bob. Yeah, oh, my bad. Which, I get my B names mixed up. Oh well, because because that was uh, that was a reference to Bob Kane, right? Uh, probably. Um, okay. Which honestly, gosh, Tim Burton, that's more dead on the nose, and you probably didn't realize it. Yeah, uh, I go, I go on, I get on Tim Burton a lot. I mean, I love the Batman. I love Batman. I love Batman Returns. Mm-hmm. But um, no, the the sheer fact you have Michael Keaton smiling as he pulls the pin on a bomb on Sid Haig as a clown. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. no, I get it. Like, I think if I was in that situation, no, this no kill rule is BS. If I can get a, cl- you know, if I can yeah. get the last laugh on somebody. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but uh, I, I also I'm, like Michael Keaton as Batman. Yeah. He's it's it, it's so, a flat. If the flash movie works, everything all is right with the world. <sighs> Oh my goodness! I I totally forgot about that. Yes, uh, that he's going to be in that movie. Right, it's literally the only reason why I give give a shit about that movie. Yeah, I, I like I I am I am not the biggest DC fanboy. I I liked I like Batman was my or was the the superhero that I said was my favorite for a long time. Well, you you grew um, up like you grew up in the nineties where we yeah. like you had Batman the animated series, which yep. I know is and is for 100%. me percent. And for me, I mean, you had so I I grew up on the Batman like honestly like syndicated yeah. television before uh, Adam West. Was, Right, but right before Fox forty three, Fox forty three was Fox forty three. It was just an independent station in Bloomington, um, and so yeah, everything was syndicated, like the Munsters, Batman. Yeah. So I knew it from there, and yeah, so it's kind of like um, Superman was about the only real superhero franchise at that time. Um, mm. Sorry, Dad, for taking dragging you out for 
<laughs> number four. Oh, oh wait. Oh, and yeah, three. You're, tra- you're talking about and, the uh, um, Christopher, Christopher Reeves. Reeves. Yeah. Yeah. I think the, we watched, Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I watched, I recently watched, well, recently, as in like in the last two years, I recently watched a, a video essay about Superman. Um, and, and it legitimately changed how I felt about Superman. Cause I, I was that, I was that comic book person who was like, I hate Superman because he's, you can't do anything to Superman. He's... Yeah, exactly. And that, but that's not the point of Superman, right? which, which is what I was failing to grasp. Oh with. no, it's not like I haven't told my, uh, my, uh, sister and her brother-in-law. Do they really need to go to church? You could just show, get them some Superman comics. <laughs> it's the same thing. I mean I, I, I mean, I would argue that the Superman comics are probably better, but that's me. Um, well, I, I also, I was also eight years old when a pastor made me cry because he told me I was going to hell for reading Harry Potter, not understanding that I was literally being raised in an abusive home and liter- living under stairs. I was legitimately living, I was literally no, I, I, underneath stairs at that point. <laughs> like, no, my, my trauma is the, um, well, stuff I never really, I probably still haven't dealt with. Um, <laughs> um, therapy, man. Therapy. Yeah, well, it, <laughs> look, I, I'm all about therapy. It's just you got to find that right therapist. And uh, very true. We live in you the we live I'm in the state. We live in the states, so that yeah. is uh, t- that's a, a challenge. Order. Yes. Yeah, I got, uh, I got, I got particularly lucky with one for a few years, but then they, then they moved to a different position, and I lost access to them, and then I lost their phone number because we were supposed to stay friends afterwards, but that didn't work out. So, well, yeah, I understand. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, that's a better story than me losing track to saying, why am I going to keep all these heroin dealers phone numbers? Um, So I got rid of them all. It's like, dude, there might just be a day where you just need to get a dime. Like, that was stupid. (laughs) Call, check on their health, care about your local drug dealers. Exactly. I'll advocate that. Yes. Like so. some of the coolest people I've ever met were drug dealers. Now, granted, to balance that out, some of the worst people I've ever met were drug dealers. So oh, it's almost yes. as if your it's almost as if your occupation is not a it's not indicative of who what you were like as a person, right? But uh, with Ready or Not, it's definitely the uh, I, the rich are evil, except for Adam Brody. I okay. <laughs> If that's it's not it's not even like i okay i'm just trying to bring it back on task yeah that's yeah it, no no, no right? i get you yeah. no, no no i was just i yeah i was like i'm, I'm trying to think of how i i want to say this but, but you're correct yes the rich the rich are terrible and they're literally sacrificing goats and people to maintain their power and control which is very reminiscent of real life um we're literally we're literally in a death cult like we're just waiting for 
either coronavirus or climate change or whatever it is that's going to get us to get us because nobody who's in power is has any incentive to do anything about it because anything that they anything that they all of the solutions to the problems that we have would mean they them having to give up even just a fraction of what they have Oh and no, that is it's unobtainable to to them. Oh no, it's that's yes. Um I mean And there might be there might be, you know, good good quote unquote good billionaires, which there isn't actually a, that sort of thing, but for the, for the sake of this perspective, right. there might be those people who are willing to give those things up if it means that we're able to solve these problems. Right. No, I would but, say I would say you know, Bill Gates is working on solving those problems. Will he give enough? No, no I'm saying will he give, those, enough, give enough money no. to do it? No, I think he's doing it so he can still have people to sell windows to. I mean, uh, his, I mean his, it's his, worse his, than that actually because bill gates bill gates is the reason why we don't have an open source version of the coronavirus vaccine him personally is the reason why we don't well and that's a that's an international concern um yeah but uh i I will go to superman red sun like we were able to defeat the communist superman because we relied solely on ourselves because we are in a country that has all the resources we'll ever need but um yeah but i I, never mind the fact that that is not at all reflective of history and that 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 without interference the soviet union could have kicked the shit out of anything the united states was doing like they were they were growing at a much faster rate they were no the the most embarrassing thing about how everything happened with the cold war is that we had afghanistan we wait wait i'm sorry what Oh, that we uh, that America had its had decided to go into Afghanistan. Oh, like, yeah. We should have learned from the Soviets. Mm-hmm. Don't go into a land that's nothing but mountains and heroin. Well, that was part of the reason why we were there, because the CIA is that's how they get their fun. Yes. No, no, like, I. But like that, we, and that, we, that's not even a conspiracy theory that is legitimately yes. decla- been declassified yes. like they peddle drugs in those mountains because yes no that's, yeah. yes i i'm aware of that but i'm just saying we didn't yeah. you know we didn't need we didn't need an invasion beforehand yeah why did we do it then um no, no you can't you can't you yeah. can't you can't fight a war over just an idealism i just an ideal yeah uh, like well yeah like the there was I mean, a that's, lot of that's punk- why we that's why we Sorry. that's why we didn't win why north korea is a that's why korea is a mess and that's why we didn't win vietnam it's like yeah. no you can't do it just because of an ideology like yeah. Brit, like well, 1812 well, well 1812 i guess you did have the eight the xyz and the entire um brits kidnapping americans sailors to make them serve for the british navy but again that's really just ancillary bullshit Mm -hmm. (laughs) um like we've only we've only fought two legitimate wars and 
even then it's that's yeah. debatable well to be to be honest like, that's not that and i wasn't including the civil war so yeah yeah no i was talking or because like if you look at where the united states was politically at the time the united states uh siding with the allies makes no goddamn sense they like they we were a very fascist country back then yes and like okay in quotes back then but no i I get that but yeah like it's only because japan sucker punched us that that happened no we would never gotten into the war it without japanese intervention i uh, everybody acknowledges that and that's why uh franklin delano roosevelt um decided to uh ignore all the intelligence saying that japan was going to attack us yeah well and okay so yeah not only that but uh another kind of hilarious well hilarious slash tragic uh is that they had found a spy submarine approximately 12 hours before the attack on Pearl Harbor. Oh, yeah. But the the report didn't make it to top brass in time to stop the attack. That, or, or for them to prepare for the attack. That That's, that's uh, again, I'm, I'm of the, and it's brought up in uh, The Dark Knight Returns. Uh, no, I'm actually on the, no, we, we got the information we were, you know, maybe, you know, and we weren't going and Roosevelt wanted, wanted it to happen. You know, that I honestly like that's, that's, that could very well have been the case. Yeah. But Uh, like I, the, the version that I believe in is that like, is that our, the kind of government or the kind of military that we have is not is is a big hulking inefficient thing yes and it, it is not it does not react well no it's uh, a, or quickly it, no it's the same thing as the what caused the revolutionary war mm-hmm. like we can well, you can't just go and put your soldiers on your own land Mm-hmm. that's not going that that we don't need you know you don't need no. the largest army in the world to protect an island the size of california probably closer to the size of illinois <laughs> so no. um yeah it's it was like no military expansion is a horrible idea because mm-hmm. you're going to have to if you don't have a reason to use your military mm-hmm. you're going it's going to backfire yeah. Again, and not as you said, flat circle. Yeah, all the yeah. same. Like, and like, it, and the stuff that we learned in Afghanistan is that like splinter cells will kick the shit out of out of any large or large highly structured military. Like, I I follow a couple of veterans on uh like on various social medias and hearing them talk about what it was like to be in Afghanistan and being like, yeah, no, we got our asses kicked. Like we, it was not, it was not the us holding stalwartly against these people. It was them coming out of the mountains and just smack and destroying us. Well, like, well, it's, it's one of those, did we, were we, 
like you can't you can't take the time to occupy something you 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 have to dominate something and we definitely had the resources to do so but we didn't want to look like we didn't want to look like total heartless assholes yeah like yeah yeah because then at that point we start looking like conquerors and that was the thing that caused world war ii to happen (laughs) exactly yeah no i i like i joked around like i don't mind john mccain saying bomb 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 iran it's like that 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 would be ideal if we could just go and take the entire space between iraq iran and afghanistan and just make it usa east if we had that no i'm saying that's how it could have been won it's not like well, I was, well yeah yeah, yeah. Like, i'm not i'm not saying that's what we you're not advocating done. for yes. that but you're saying it would be more effective that that part i agree with yes it would be horrifying but it would There's, be more effective so it, it's funny i say that because uh some uh this girl my hairdresser have been um trying to be flirtatious with so it was saying oh somebody should take me to see say anything at the um Virginia Theater in Champaign. It's like, oh, what time? What time? What day? Ah, shit. I gotta, I gotta, I can't make that. Um, but it's like, uh, there's a, are, are you familiar with John Cusack's uh, Hitman movies? Oh, uh, Point or Gross Point Gro- Blank? Yeah, Gross Point Blank's the original, the classic, must see. Uh-huh. He, uh, about 2006, I believe. Yeah, they made a sequel to that, didn't they? A spiritual sequel. Uh, okay. called war incorporated uh where uh, okay yeah I, I think i've it's, not heard of that one yeah war war incorporated war inc uh basically same kind of character hell you got dan Aykroyd in it as well um oh, that's awesome and um hillary duff is a uh i guess you'd say afghani pop star what yes no there's so much crazy shit in it you should watch it. My opinion. I love it. Uh, Montel- ben Kingsley's in this movie. Yes, Montel Williams is the voice of the um, of the GPS for uh, John Cusack's private plane, who basically serves as his therapist. <laughs> like, there, like it's it's yeah, it's it's just so much like yeah, it it's 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 oh, worth a watch. Like- it might not work but oh absolutely not i can already tell just by looking at it but just looking at the poster but i want to oh it's an an incendiary political cartoon is the tagline okay okay that makes it a little bit yeah it's as i say i i love it i can see why it's why it's not uh, was not a obviously went oh straight God, to DVD. Hillary Duff and brown face. What the? Fuck? It's not. It's not brown. It's it's not brown face. Um, I mean it that's a pretty brown face. I'm looking she, at a direct picture here. That's that she is okay. Her it's, skin tone is not that dark. All right. Well, she grew up in the in, in that, but it's part of the twist in the end of the movie. Oh so okay. yeah it's it's so it's definitely not as bad as it, it since you have it's that years. but uh, again it's like i loved uh tropic thunder and yeah I know a lot of people are reevaluating no you just can't do what they did no that's the entire reason they did what they did yeah 
yeah no like that that, yeah no we are having these conversations because of tropic thunder right like Uh, that's that's the that's the difference is that like like, this movie lampooned that they brought that shit out to surface and was like this is the dumbest shit like Mm. we're and we're gonna have lenny kravitz call that out at every opportunity like (laughs) right it's like Uh, yeah that no it's Uh, especially somebody that's probably part of my trauma this was the same year i just realized 2008 yeah okay well as i say it was um yeah because because iron man came out then tropic thunder then maybe then but there's no way you could have sold war inc especially in 2008 well yeah 2008 because obama wasn't president yet yeah um which is a scary thought like mike ditka could have ended any uh could have destroyed the concept of the best president since kennedy <laughs> uh wait two, what okay 2004 barack obama uh-huh. runs for senate uh-huh. the Rebe- republicans best hopes hope of winning illinois senate seat mm-hmm. was mike ditka and ditka chose not the run who is I'm, Mike Ditka? I honestly Mike Ditka, the, co- the coach of the 1985 Chicago Da oh, Bears. Da Bears. <laughs> yes. Got it. Like, okay. that was would have been a cult of personality. That, yeah. That's terrifying. Right, but I'm saying, I think it could have worked. <laughs> no, I, no, I'm saying it's terrifying because it could have worked. <laughs> I mean, we, we literally, Okay, the United States literally elected the guy who is the inspiration between every movie villain in the 1980s. I'm yeah. not joking. No, he, he's the he's the byproduct of every 80s. Like that was no, something. No, 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 no. No, but... no, no, no. Like the like the directors have gone on record and saying that I based this character off of Donald Trump. Some like, of them, some of them were based some of off them. not all of them, but some, some of them of were them. some of them were based off Ted Turner. Um, okay, fair. So, enough. Um, but King Grem- Gremlin, King Gremlin, Koopa. Gremlin, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, King Koopa. That's definitely Trump. Yeah, um, King Koopa in the, the Super Mario Brothers movie is is yeah. definitely Donald Trump. Um, uh, Biff Tannen from uh, Back to the that's Future. A, that's a Trump. That's a Trump. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Ted Turner had just a little more subtlety, and I think we, since he mm. was a good old boy, we just didn't take him seriously. Uh, but Gremlins Two, that was supposed to be Donald Trump, and the actor decided to take it on the path of Ted Turner. Mm. So, so just the naivety um so wait so i guess it's this is really just becoming a podcast about batching the wit rich which i'm not opposed to uh especially after i lost my job in banking so um, yeah i i'm just wait i'm just waiting for the unemployment to straighten itself out (laughs) before i really start ripping in stuff but (laughs) yeah that's yeah i i am currently yeah I'm currently in a situation of my own and yeah, I just, everything that we're doing is dumb. Like we're doing Mm. it like everything that we could be doing correctly. We're not, and we're doing, and what we are doing, we're doing the dumbest way possible. 
and I hate it. I I just wish that we would stop and just start doing start doing better things. Maybe not the most correct thing. No, no, just we're not. We got We got it. We get like we could solve all the problems if in the in all the problems could be solved or at least on the path of solutions mm-hmm. if we just said if we just decided to say so but yeah. nobody like, honestly, like, like here like, more, like the I'm entire sorry, okay well the entire downfall of the democratic party did come from obamacare and that was because oh. that was because like everybody I, voted on the concept of yes we can and hope and change and then we expected people actually all right well you know what it's not free you're gonna have to put an effort put your work into it you know and basically every every basically half the people who were for the changes that obama Obama ran on decided Mm -hmm. i don't want to give anything up or put effort into getting said stuff like because they shouldn't they shouldn't have to we should just provide those things right but like the only thing that a government should exist for is allocating resources right but i'm just saying but i'm just saying you tell somebody we're going to raise taxes mm -hmm. no everybody's going to object to it doesn't matter rich or poor well yeah but there's there's also that that is okay that is true which but like that's also why we shouldn't have those kinds of things to begin with well yes now like, we're, we're, we're going money into, is fake we don't need it yes, <laughs> like, no now we're now we're going into yeah. to the stuff that didn't make the commando podcast thank you zoom um <laughs> <laughs> so, okay so yeah so yeah no we're so for the for the for the the end of our tr- uh our trilogy yeah uh of our first trilogy right least. like so yeah we'll I'm, slow girl back to this yeah. money is fake it's not based on anything it's literally just numbers on a screen today yes like especially in our day and age now and if there's anything that proves that it's cryptocurrency because the yep. difference between the united states dollar and dogecoin is that is the dollar that... says in god we trust yes yep that's it but that's, dogs that's dog, it. but dog spelled backward is god and you know what i trust dogs so there you go but like that's why I can, that's why i'm a cat person i'd rather they just tell me what to do um <laughs> it's easier just uh like like to 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 go off on one for a second like yeah. the the problems that we have the base problems is not that we have wrong people in power it's the fact that that power is consolidated as it is it is the power itself that is the problem no, it's the that's... same thing with it's the same thing with well how are we going to pay for these things the answer is why the problem with that is that we have to pay for things period right like there are things that we should just provide because it it it's better for society to do that and are there going to be people who aren't going to contribute in meaningful or in quote-unquote meaningful ways and just take up resources yes do i give a shit 
no because well, no child should have to go without that no as it, somebody it, who grew up with like that yeah no other children should have to do with that and if it means that some 20 something is just gonna spend all of their time getting high and watching movies and doing nothing else beyond that i that's cool fine well, good for them well <laughs> you, you just gotta look at it you just gotta look at it this way there's gonna come a point where every everybody's gonna be made obsolete anyhow but they're gonna they're gonna still be around so you so ubi has to exist just because what are you going to are we going to go brazil and send bopa squads out into this to the slums yeah like okay so it's kind of piggy off that the last the last job that i had I was working at a car manufacturer and we we had like we talked with the the engineers mm-hmm. and because they were working on improving the processes and the amount of mental gymnastics that we had to do to tell that or to tell them that this wasn't a thing that could be automated even though it absolutely could yes it is just bonkers which, and, which were- yeah which reminds me of uh, another uh, a movie that should qualify for 90 for chill uh death race 2050 with malcolm mcdowell and yasmin bleeth okay uh it's 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 nowhere near as good as death race 2000 with david carradine and sylvester stallone uh i mean but, you just saying those names the way you did yeah no that makes sense <laughs> yes but it's 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 fun because this this comes it acts besides for just like Oh yeah, we we should just um, in in a rollerball sense, like rollerball is a must see movie. Nineteen seventy five, James Caan, not nineteen, not two thousand two, Chris Klein. <laughs> oh, that makes uh, me sad. I like Chris Klein. <laughs> I I think he got a bad rap, and I think it may have been just because of roller. Um, let's see, Wild sorry. Wild West. He Chris Klein was in Wild Wild West. Yeah, he played the scientist. That's Kev, uh, that's oh, Kevin Klein. Okay, never mind. I was Chris 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 Klein is uh from American Pie who was in the relationship with Mina Savari. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you mean uh uh oh yeah, no. Um the real dad the bio, or the biological father of um uh oh, what's her name? Amanda Seyfried? No. Oh uh the one who was married to tom cruise oh um the katie katie holmes katie holmes yeah the the actual biological father of katie holmes first child yes oh that yeah (laughs) yes that's no no i've heard that one but yeah there's there's Um, no proof to i have no proof of this but nobody can convince me otherwise (laughs) hey we're doing a podcast the podcast is on the internet you don't need proof (laughs) If you can't exactly. get on, if you can't get on you YouTube, you can get on Telegram. Yeah, yeah. and sadly, like and sadly, the the society will protect people who watch Telegram videos at work instead of oh my God. somebody who I, does a quarter of all your work. I digress. I'm not mentioning employers yet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, that, those so, NDAs do expire. Oh, there's no NDAs. It's basically <laughs> like I got fired from my bank job because I wrote about customer experiences and experiences with coworkers, not mentioning any names, not mentioning the bank's name. Uh-huh. 
but they thought they wanted to get rid of me after I took a stance uh, in my annual review of like, how can we fix things? How can we make things better? Well, I'll tell you how you can make things better. <laughs> yeah, they don't want they don't actually want to hear solutions. They want to hear that you're loyal to the company no matter right. how they abuse yep. you. So yeah, next, which is so, another big problem that I <laughs> I will I well no, I I would say I'd give them credit, but if I do that, that could um affect Yeah, they could they could come after you for that just because well, no. you mentioned them. <laughs> no, hey. I I were I fortunately had a part time job with a great company. I've mentioned them on the podcast. That would be Best Buy. Now mm-hmm. I understand. I for Best Buy too. Yeah. Well, at, at uh, a point in my life. Continue. Yeah. I'm sorry. I well, okay. <laughs> I I I've been work like. Hey, unfortunately, we live in a society where a 50 hour work week is probably the best thing to do for yourself if you don't have a degree. Yeah, and that's what I do. And Best Buy, Best Buy was more than happy to help me out when things looked like they were going to absolute hell. So uh, I understand, and I'll say I understand anybody who says anything against them. And mm-hmm. I hate to tow the company line. I know why, mm-hmm. um, and I know that's bullshit both ways. I'm going to mm. say that. And now I'm probably, I better go and nail this marketing job interview on, on Monday with oh. all that said. Yeah, best um, of luck with that. <laughs> I don't know. Like, oh, uh, that now I'm just going to, I'm going to just shut the hell up. I'm on my second drink and I pour yeah. heavy. Oh, that's so. fair. That's fair. Second, second drink. And there was a shot of more Lort involved. So, oh, well, there you go. <laughs> I don't know, Malorta. You were you were making sure. <laughs> I don't know, Malorta thing in Peoria yet, or wait, I'm sorry, what was that a Malort? It's a um, Chicago land alcohol that's kind of oh. making its way around. Uh, is, it, is is not pronounced Merlot? No, Malort. M A Lort. Okay, okay. Uh, it's it's a um, so this was like a right so when. I was ahead of the curve on this one. It was like a rite of passage for uh, professional wrestlers in Chicago land. Hey, are you going to do a shot of a Lort? We'll throw some Tabasco sauce in it. Oh, oh my God. Okay. And I, I, I I took it. This isn't that bad. I don't know what people are bitching about. Uh, It was probably best described by my best friend uh, as it smells of flowers and tastes of rotten meat. (laughs) <laughs> and she ran for freaking representative for my district um and couldn't win i i just don't oh. like we we gotta help stephanie smith i got a lot of we got a lot of drama between me and her we're on the estranged level but mm. uh it'd be like that sometimes yeah i mean i i trust her with power don't mm. you know don't don't trust her with my feelings, but eh. <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but uh, all right, we really need to get on track uh, with yeah. this podcast. So I'm going to just go. And... I, I think that we're we're so thoroughly off the rails that we could just call it here. <laughs> well, let's see. Too much Satanism or not, too much drama. Eh, May have I, been. Like, I've I, brought, I, 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 I brought up I brought up that um, it may have been better served from the family's perspective like they're so incompetent that it's like 
that's where I get the Home Alone vibes. It's not because of having to survive. Like, if you want a great having to survive movie, you're next. Mm-hmm. Uh, from 2011, 2013. Um, I, I've done a podcast about it. Um, I am just so happy that when I'm like, okay, well, I better put a trailer for this movie, horror movie on my uh, pot for, for the podcast on my podcast. And it's like, my gosh, the only trailer I could find features Lou Reed's perfect day as a train spotting fan. There's nothing better. Um, I did say could have used a dead dog. That's just something I like to joke about on my podcast. I guess it, I guess uh, something that I do see is let's like it's really too easy to rely on Satanism as equaling wealth. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think people are evil enough on their own. They don't need a little guy on their right shoulder. The irony of that, isn't it? <laughs> I see so I kind of disagree on that however what I what I mean by that is don't actually have satan show up like I think the movie would have been better had had they not blown up it would have been less cathartic I, oh I don't know yeah you're right about less cathartic but the sheer fact that we have just everybody yeah. exploding was so much fun yeah exactly like like but like like attribute it to something else not to satan (laughs) like that's like make it so that way satan is not that's like like you said have it be because of their incompetence not because of okay yeah we could work with the incompetence um yeah so basically like a latin slip up during their satanic ritual yeah and then like Odin shows up and is like, "You rang," and then <laughs> just smack and decimates them. Okay, because he was paying attention. It was just like, "Oh, I was just waiting for you to call me, you sons of bitches." Like, yeah. Um. Okay. Have it all father give, show him what for. Yeah. Well, and I'm disappointed that American God, like uh, stars, quit sending me emails. You don't have American gods any longer. I'm not interested. And this is coming from a professional wrestler who should love the concept of heels. Um, mm-hmm. But here's something I thought about with my last watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe Alex could have been up front about the Satanism. Like yeah. she's, she's a, she's a tough ass bitch. I think she, yeah. that could have been a selling point. <laughs> I, you know what? You're not, you're not wrong there. I so the the thought that I just had was um like and I might actually write this movie now that I'm thinking about it. Well, if you need somebody, like, I got I, I've been I got my screenplay. I've been trying to pitch for yeah. The, God knows uh, how many years. Oh, what is it? Something of the dead, right? Main event event of the the dead dead or something. Yes. Okay. There we go. We've talked about it literally every time, (laughs) but no, like, like how I would rewrite this, this story is uh, at the end, have them successfully kill her. But, but then a Valkyrie shows up. (laughs) 
and is just like, hey, Satan's not real, but uh, Thor is, and he's pissed that you just killed one of the one of the warrior, one of his most respected warriors. Like, so. Um, well, I have to deal I with think, that. I think we're hey, going to I, I think we're gonna have to go and put that like in Nakatomi Plaza. We need a lot more playground for that. Oh, I agree. No, no, no. Uh, like, I'm, 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 like that's that's how I rewrite the ending to, in order to make it, uh, <laughs> uh, make it uh, what um, uh, legally distinct. Then we we turn oh. it into we yeah. turn it into Die Hard. Oh no, it's it's. I guess that's the. the I guess now that I really feel like it, it's like people say Home Alone with all the house bollocks in it. And it's like, no, I think it's L backs up the Die Hard. And that's another bit of research I've been doing, actually. So, mm-hmm. um, all right. Uh, otherwise, best wardrobe decision, mustard colored Chuck Taylors. I mean, I've been fighting the urge to buy those because nobody's buying mustard colored Chuck Taylors. No. And I mean, that's why they're usually $10 cheaper. <laughs> it's like no. I got Chucks for every kind of possible thing I'd wear. And it's like, I don't know about mustard, but yeah, I mean, Samara weaving makes them work. No. Then again, I think Samara weaving could, could like make an orange poncho work. So. Well, that's that's something we'll have to work on for the next script. Like, <laughs> we're we're getting yes. there. We're coming up with something. Um, no. I did have a idea of a zombie diehard where it's basically like the peep our protagonists accidentally kill the door to a door to door salesman who's got like stuff like the sham wow and the ch- slap shop and like using those the sonic blade using those to kill zombies as they try to work their way up to a penthouse <laughs> that that actually sounds amazing <laughs> not gonna lie yeah so uh, so yeah, I'm still trying to figure out where the third movie in the zombie trilogy is. But eh. no, yeah, it's it's weird. Like I wrote my legitimate. Re- well, I was in the process of doing my legitimate professional wrestling trilogy, and then it's like mm-hmm. I started watching uh, trauma movies. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. no, let's just make these fast, <laughs> fast yeah. and cheap. That's the way to go not it not indie and full of heart and stuff that's not going to be appreciated <laughs> yeah yeah so but yeah i think uh i went through all the notes i had po- talking points so i think we are good to go <laughs> yeah. uh with this silly conversation that it was yeah. um so i mean ready or not despite i don't think it's as great i'd say as your next um mm-hmm. I definitely it's I mean it's got rewatchable value to it which I can't mm-hmm. necessarily, like I'll do I want to watch your next again oh yes please <laughs> but I mean hey a Barbara Crampton horror movie there's tons of rewatchability there I mean mm-hmm. I'll I'll put up with Chopping Mall again just for a, <laughs> a laugh no there's a lot this is a this is a smarter movie it could have probably been uh I don't know it's one of those like really come on people you realize what you have here sell it and it could have probably been improved upon upon that 
uh it, it kind of sucks that it has such a great cast and everything because no. it goes back to evil dead like mm-hmm. evil dead doesn't really exist evil dead 2 is when mm-hmm. they perfect yeah. it. yeah so it's like like even in the fiction of the universe like evil dead 1 kind of didn't happen evil dead 2 just kind of like etch a sketch that <laughs> right and it's like okay we have a great premise and it's like i don't want to wait 10 years for another ready or not yeah like we yeah. could do this we could do this right perfect <laughs> we know we have the we have the knowledge but <laughs> we have the knowledge we have the technology Obviously. but uh <laughs> yeah unfortunately 20th century fox is bought by disney yeah so does that this okay so that's one thing i did wonder about with the Delomas, uh, what do they call them? Prefer to call themselves? Uh, I can't recall. Like she said, uh, Empire, the Delomas Dominion. Yes, thank I you. Know, yeah, I knew what you were talking about immediately. <laughs> right. Um, okay, all the heirs are dead except for Grace. Yeah, in theory, in yeah. theory, she's she's the only one left. So we like, have a sequel right there. Does she get corrupted? I mean, we got to wait 20 years for that one, but yeah, it's, it's there. I, I, I mean, I, I don't know if, if the, anybody's going to come back to this. I've been proven wrong before, but yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I think that it's a pretty self-contained story and it's, it's pretty done yeah uh but i again they they made a sequel to the met or they they made a fourth matrix movie so i guess anything's possible well Um, i mean the fourth matrix was a i mean dealt in a total world of fiction to begin with yeah there's no ties to reality yeah Uh, so um this is i guess whenever you light up a cigarette the close a movie that's it yeah like and i and i'm gonna wham bam thank you ma'am you know well, like, I, I, i'm just, just gonna go, i'm just gonna go back to heathers uh-huh uh if, have you seen heathers uh i have not seen heathers oh. in a very long okay. time all right like i i'm pretty sure i was still single digits when i wa- watched it last okay well i was because my mother I... did not care about <laughs> Uh, oh no no believe me we we had that uh the ghostbusters episode we did yeah uh yeah um well it was basically uh that was um christian slater goes and blows himself up but asks renona Ryder, you know Mm -hmm. what would you do and she just goes and lights a cigarette up before he blows himself up Mm -hmm. so when it ends with somebody lighting up a cigarette it's over Mm -hmm. I don't gotcha. want to advocate smoking, <laughs> but hey, it's there's very food. bad for you, but it's also dramatic. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? It's not like, I mean, I, I've, I've haven't actively smoked in 17, well, 15 years, 16 mm. years, what have you. But it's like, mm-hmm. it's not like I don't roll over after some uh, intimacy and go for a marble red like you know it, it does it does it just it's like it, it just feels right in certain places yeah. so yeah uh um, i 
I I am a social or I am a social drinker slash smoker. It, like I don't want a cigarette until I see somebody with a cigarette. I don't want to drink until I see somebody with a drink. Well, uh, I I I I'll I'll, I'll, I'll well I'll drink for the sake of drinking. But no, when it no. comes to like I I wouldn't own a vape pen if it wasn't for mm-hmm. you know what is some strawberry banana vapor does sound nice right now. No. So, and that's, that's the social, like I, I was, I was very lucky. Well, I don't know if I was very lucky because it was a bunch of heroin addicts that ended up making me quit smoking. And, I, and I've got a story about uh, a, uh, uh, Islam, a wrestling's biggest Islamic wrestler ending up resulting in me eating more pork. So a lot oh. of yeah, that's a lot of yeah. I got a lot of weird tales. <laughs> but, that's fair. Yeah, so that's uh, for another podcast. So if you have an idea what you want to do next, I'm all ears. I'm oh. trying to limit up. You know, I'm trying my best to kind of go with the uh, how did this get made format of, you know, <laughs> well, in the sense of mini episodes. You know, yeah, like not expect because. Hey, it's it's tough expecting people to always be ready with content. Yeah, you, know, you got to do it on yourself. You got to do it by yourself. So, um, but yeah, love to talk to you again about a mo- about a movie. And um, uh, as I say, if you listen to the episodes, I am trying to bend these rules about the uh, one hundred minute cap. Um, like I'll watch a movie that oh, a hundred and forty eight minutes. It's from after 2010. How much is it guys doing CG work? If there's no post credits, I'm going to count it under. Yeah, I'm going to count it under 100. So that's fair. Pandorum didn't work out, but the last Starfighter did. So, oh, okay, Yeah. But Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't have anything in mind right now. uh, Just because although I. us, have you done an episode on um war ink yet no i have not uh i gotta do some math gotta, i'm gonna end up having to do some math on that one because okay. um but yeah uh same thing with gross point blank uh there's yeah. oh i love gross point blank. yeah there's a like well and i'm a kid who grew up with at least listening to that music um <laughs> let oh. me see i'm just pulling up war ink right now I, I did not look in at the uh the runtime. Yeah, War Inc. 147 minutes, maybe. I'll have okay. to watch that. Uh let oh. me go and put gross point. Oh uh, gross point blank. 147 minutes. He's pushing it, Cusack. Damn it, Cusack. You're not yeah. fitting our format. <laughs> <laughs> like somebody, oh. somebody I was flirting with on Tinder, like, well, that's a vaguely specific podcast. <laughs> like how do you be vaguely specific <laughs> like <laughs> well. it's not like dude it's uh chris hardwick did promote this on the id10t podcast uh stanley tucci episode <laughs> it's like oh, i totally agree 90 minutes is right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so that's that's all you have to know about this podcast it's like yeah. look two hours is too long like as i say there's yeah that's fair you know let's there's a point like how long do you expect that girl next to you 
to put up with this stuff before you chill. Fair. Uh, right i mean never mind although i brought somebody (laughs) this is this is true i brought somebody to uh watch endgame with me who had not really seen any of the marvel movies and they sat and watched me watch this movie for two and a half hours (laughs) uh that's i yeah so there are exceptions to everyone <laughs> oh no there 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 are i mean oh. i mean shoot um uh, i mean i'm like the i've only had three girlfriends total um one was junior high so that hardly counts the second one was out of uh partial hospitalization for depression so outpa- outpatient outpatient oh. psych ward um and that movie was the reaping with david uh, morrissey uh mm. i didn't think it was a shit movie but we ended up getting uh you know moving in together um and but then again that didn't work out as well as my last relationship with ali of ali's accessory shop on etsy and mm. you know the plug, nice plug, plug. <laughs> yes hey if she's buying movies for me to watch i you know Oh, I saw yeah, No, no, no. Absolutely return the favor there. Right. But um, the first movie we saw on a date was The Nice Guys with uh, Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling. Huh. Oh, yeah. So right. she did not dig a movie that made asparagus jokes, if you know what I'm getting at. So mm. like um, there's it's a it's a party in Los Angeles and there's a line in it. I told him if you want to do that, you can't eat asparagus that night. <laughs> so we'll leave it at that. So do Fair you have enough. anything you want to plug, uh, Mr. Dubois? I'm I'm on Twitter a little bit more than I have been in the past. <laughs> I, I have noticed that. Uh that's yeah. uh gentleman a uh, gentle vet. Gentle gentle them avel yes. Um I and I'm also trying to twitch stream a little bit more. I've been All right playing some uh playing some games and such mm-hmm. uh now that i am kind of uh committed to the course of action that i have am at now i have more free time so right well i'm gonna actually try and do semi-productive things that make me happy <laughs> yeah no that's that's mm-hmm. like I mean, things may have went the crap for me, but hey, I had savings, fortunately, and um, so I'm doing okay, all things considered, and um, yeah, this is the stuff you got to look forward to, is just be your creative outlets, be it uh, complaining about freaking campers, I guess, I don't know, I I play first. I play Pokemon, so if I'm on Twitch, oh, it's not going to be worth. <laughs> That's. I'm sorry. Like uh, my tattoo artist uh, Eric Durst, aka Nose at uh, Twisted Visions in Peoria Heights, uh, does a lot of like shoot first person shooter Twitch. So. Oh okay. Yeah, I'm uh, right now. I am. Uh playing genshin impact which is the most anime game i've ever played but huh, i've heard i've heard great things about it but i have breath of the wild i have a switch so yeah so. yeah <laughs> it, i don't have a, i don't have breath of the wild anymore oh. and mostly because i played it on a roommate switch and i 
beat it to a hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> and, but that's what I've heard. Geshen impacts a lot. Like, oh, it's a hundred. No, it's a it's absolute. Like when when they announced it, people were like like saw the trailer and they're like, oh, so you ripped off Breath of the Wild, and the the game company did not deny that. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, it's it's very Breath of the Wild, or it's it's basically if Breath of the Wild and um uh what like destiny had a baby Eh. i would say um but also it's a character rpg which i don't know if you they're pretty big for like mobile games where like you're not playing one character you're playing like a group of characters and they all level up individually uh i i I had a lot of people playing a lot of my co-workers at the bank like oh they weren't wasting uh uh the uh institutions funds uh talking about the uh marvel rpg they've got um yeah so oh yeah no that's that's a perfect that's perfect exactly okay. like right i i didn't i haven't thought about that game in this since i like stopped playing it yeah but, so but yeah oh. no it's yeah i'm sorry continue oh no 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 you're good so uh, but yeah i've been playing that and i've been uh lately i've been obsessed with uh seven days to die huh, uh which I've... is yeah, I'm sorry. No, I I've heard of it. I'm not uh, necessarily it's, familiar. It's a or basic or it is like a survival game, a la like Ark. It it's basically mm. Ark with zombies instead of dinosaurs. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, no. I think yeah. it's Ark Survival Evolved is what it's called. I, right. No, I, I know that I'm some, referencing. No, some somebody at Best Buy was always saying, "Oh, if you like Minecraft, go and get Ark." Uh, that that is a that is a recommendation that they made. Um, I think that the the continuation of that should be if you liked Minecraft but you really wished it made you hate your life more, you should play Ark. Okay. <laughs> Well, I I don't want to go and be judgmental about a coworker. I saw where that got me. So <laughs> at my yeah. other job. So well, eh, she doesn't work there anymore. But eh, I better. I gotta learn my boundaries, regardless. Because um, I stopped and thought about it. Like, how could the bank do this to me? And then it's like, well, remember the wrestling promotion that did that to you? It's like. Well, I still mentioned everything, every detail about that promotion, though. So, <laughs> yeah. So, all right. But uh, if you're uh, to close out, you can follow me at CatBusRust. That's my primary Twitter. If you want to send podcast hate, do it there so you don't screw up my algorithms. Rate and subscribe. <laughs> rate and subscribe on apple Podcasts and spotify mm-hmm. uh you can find all my works uh at main at main event of the dead.com and if you want to be at a guest on the podcast uh feel free to contact me on twitter again at cat bus russ or you can send an email to russ the bus zero seven at gmail.com that's r-u-s-s-t-h-e-b-u-s zero seven at gmail.com just send me a movie a director an actor a theme and i'm sure we can make some podcast gold like what we've just created with one michael dubois tonight uh thanks again michael for all your help yeah i nope yeah no problem i always i always I appreciate I appreciate the opportunity to talk shit about movies and political things. Yes, well, as I say, it's we start with a movie. 
I don't care mm-hmm. where it goes afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as long as we're uh, trying to destroy the proletariat, uh, be it communism uh, or backwards, fascism. Backwards. No. no, we want we want to unite the oh, proletariat unite. Sorry. against the bourgeoisie. Thank yes. you. No, that's, no, you're fine. That's, <laughs> that's why I have guests on the show to make sure I don't screw up too bad. <laughs> So. Uh, and and of course to close out we want to start or we want to always want to say workers of the world unite you have nothing to lose except for your chains okay continue. yes <laughs> nope, nope. that's uh very solid and i'm just gonna go and send my traditional <laughs> my uh traditional thank you to one uh station marie harden who um you know makes sure i stay in check uh regardless of her her existence on the uh whatever spiritual plane and i'm glad that she's still helping out everybody who she touched in her life so uh thanks again uh michael and i look forward to podcasting again yeah sounds good Uh, all right so let me um where is that record button oh there it is (laughs) can i hear a wahoo